0: I'd like to ask Sister Schoonover if she would come and just greet the congregation. Amen. Sister Schoonover, thank you for being here. God bless you. Good to see you.
1: It's very good to be here. I'm glad to see all of you. Um, I love coming here. It's like coming home. And um, my husband and I were able to travel, and I'm so glad to be home. And we had a beautiful time with the Guzman's missionaries in Ireland, and I'm so glad we got to be with them. And um, I, I was thinking of something while I was sitting here, and I want to share a good report with you. And many of you may remember Brandy and Dylan, my uh, niece and nephew. They used to come with me here. Trying to get them established, trying to get them help, you know, after both their parents died, and get SSI and all the whole process. And some of you know a little bit of my challenges with that. And um, I want to report I got um, I want to report that they were able to finally get some SSI, and so I'm able to pay for their their needs. And I want to report also, um, I got a call. Dylan has been living with a friend, and I we pay rent to that friend. But things have gotten really complicated, and I just didn't know what to do. They're in West Frankfort, Illinois, and I feel, you know, responsible for them. I want them to have the best best life possible. They're very happy back there. That's where they grew up. I couldn't bring him up here and change him like I thought I could. Tried real hard about that. But um, I got a call just out of the blue, finally, and you'll understand, some of you may understand this, um, today's Sunday, so it was Friday, that finally, after all this time, I'm able to get Dylan in housing. I know that's not something real spiritual for you guys, but it is a real answer to prayer. Uh, You know, my husband knew the complications of where he's at right now and um so i'm gonna catch a plane and they're really nice to work with not all state officials are you know used to people trying to really take them for everything they can get so they always have their defense up but and so i i don't bad mouth them at all but this person was very nice to work with me didn't question me because why are you taking care of him when you're in washington and he's down here Um, But I'll save this apartment for you until you can get here Wednesday morning. Um, And um, we'll set it up on automatic. And so um, we're going to go down and we're going to... I don't know, I was telling my husband, can I buy an an entire apartment worth of supplies on Amazon? You know, I could have a bed delivered, you know, a chair, (laughs) towels, plates, you know, just have, like, come in on this little town. But because I don't know how I'm going to get it all done for the few days I'm there. But, you know, God has worked that out. And there was a couple times they went to church. Or a couple times they called for prayer. And I'm still believing that there's a good church in the area. I'm still believing that they're going to they're going to know God through this. That's what's more important than anything. More important than them having a, a healthy diet, which I've been concerned about, or you know, a roof over their head, or not, you know some of the activities they're involved with, but I really want them to know God. And so I just want to give a good report on that. Sometimes things take time and you think, man, is it all my doing? But God answered that prayer. And when the time came, it caught me totally off guard. You know, I've got housing for him. How soon can you get here? So God is so good. We had a great time with the Guzmans in, in Ireland and, you know, things are not always as they seem. They're in a really hard place to win people to the Lord there. Everybody there is already religious. And it's still, you're either Catholic or you're Protestant. And if you know anything about the IRA and, the, you know, the Republic of Irish and all of the things that go with that, it's still very much there. You either go, there's a school, there's two schools in town. It's a Catholic school, it's a Protestant school. You are one or the other. You live in either a Catholic neighborhood that's marked or a Protestant neighborhood that's marked. The IRA is just taking on a different face. So to go in there and tell people... To share the gospel of Christ in an apostolic fashion, the apostolic doctrine, you must be baptized in the name of Jesus and who Jesus is. They've, you know, they've been one at a time, one at a time, just walking the streets and trying to live in the community. But they've had a lot of persecution. Um, And uh, their name is Guzman pray for them missionaries to ireland i cannot wait to go back and do whatever i can for them and to help them but i know right now i can pray for them and they are being taken care of um thank you for their offerings that you give but um i believe god is going to do a work there their daughter um i've known her since she was a little girl and um She's uh, in a in a tough place. And um, Bishop and I got one-on-one time with just her. And there was an, a beautiful exchange of ministry. And I felt like if we went there for anything else but to minister to this girl. I say this girl. She's now in her 30s. She's very smart. She has a daughter. Um, and... Uh, She's about to buy something that she's going to make into a bed and breakfast. And so me showing interest in that, she's now sending me messages about that bed and breakfast. But what I'm doing is keeping a connection, you know, with that. So, yeah, it's a bridge, Vance. It's a bridge. And so God is so good to us. and, And things don't always look as, you know, things are not always as they seem, I'm so glad to be back in Washington. I'm so glad to be back in this church with all of you and the beautiful fellowship. So many people we saw in Ireland, they want to come to America. They want to, even there, to come here would be a better life. And some of them I just wanted to make a way for them because things are oppressed there. And there's not a lot of money. Where we were, we stayed in a A four-star hotel in the town of Enniskillen, you would say here it would be a... And I'm not complaining at all, but in comparison, it's a one-star hotel. But there where we were in North Ireland, it was their four-star hotel. Things are not always as they seem when you see beautiful pictures. The people are the nicest I've ever met. They're beautiful people, beautiful land, but they need god not religion and not fighting among them the stories i heard of the bombing and the ira it's only one generation removed and so the children of the parents who were hurt with all of that have grown up and carrying that chip on their shoulder and so i'm so thankful for the the guzmans there they're doing a great work so pray for the Guzman's, and I'm so glad to be with you here today. God bless you. Bishop? There was one man that we met. He was an Uber driver, and most of the time we took um, a city bus with the Guzman's, and, um, or we walked. We were, like, getting, one day we got 20,000 steps in. That's one way to see Ireland. And, um, there was an Uber driver, and he found out where we were from. He's like, oh, I want to go to America. He had in his British, ac- Irish accent. He's like, I really want to drive Route 66. <laughs> My husband's like, are you kidding me? He's like, that's a romantic idea. Yeah, and there were so many. Some butchers in the shop, some young men. Oh, I want to go to America. We just don't know how blessed we are in the truth that we walk in, the relationship we have with God and where we live. We're so blessed and I'm so, so thankful.
2: Amen. Thank you. I'd like for us to stand and pray. Hallelujah. I would like for us to ask the Lord, each one, Let my let my ear be open to you. Let me hear from you. Could we pray that? Father, we, we hunger and we thirst for you. We want to know your will for us in this generation, in this day that we're living. I pray that we have sensitivity, that our ear be turned to you, and that your voice alone be clear to you each and every one of us. In the name of Jesus we pray and we'll receive it of you, Father, in Jesus' name. Please be seated. Without going back and, and rehearsing through the scripture, I'll just say this. God in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. The Spirit of God known throughout the Old Testament, Hebrews says, robed himself in a veil of flesh. That's what was the Son of God. Now it was the pattern of Mary and Joseph each year to go to Jerusalem, that would tell us they didn't live in Jerusalem. Because of the Passover feast, which was celebrated annually, every year, like your birthday. They would go, and, and, and they had become a large company of people. The family, the, the close friends, maybe some servants. I don't know, but there was such a large company that traveled to Jerusalem that when the man, Christ Jesus, was 12 years old, and they had gone to the Passover, and now it was time to return home, mom and dad didn't realize Jesus wasn't among them. So the company was big enough, they couldn't just glance to the left, to the right, and say, oh, are all the kids with us? Which we could so easily do. They had been traveling three days before they realized, Where, where's Jesus? Have you seen Jesus? Have you seen Jesus? Have you seen Jesus? And through that company of people, they realized he wasn't there. They stopped and said, you and I got to go back to Jerusalem. I don't know. You ever left your kid anywhere? (laughs) It can happen. And so they went back. And they found him. And they expressed their grief to him. Don't you understand? We were sorrowing. We were upset. We were concerned for where you are. Well, well, A 12-year-old boy looked back at mom and dad and said, Why were you so concerned? That's what a 12-year-old boy would say. You know, I still remember the day when we left the house at day rise, sunrise. All we knew was we had to be back by sunset. Mom rarely knew where we were. Yeah, there was a day. But if, you know, if you got home after sunset, now you're in trouble. But we usually got home. Now, Jesus responds and says, Why why were you concerned about where I was? Don't you understand that I must be about my father's business? the Father's business. What is our involvement? What is our place in the Father's business? I want to share with you this this idea this concept. Well, before I do, I want to read just one more scripture here. Acts chapter 1 at verse 9. Acts chapter 1 at verse 9. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld... He was taken up. And a cloud received him out of their sight. Next verse. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, Two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Yea, men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall come in like manner As you have seen him go into heaven, Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back to take out a bride from the earth, his body, his bride. The Bible says we are espoused unto one husband. We are his and he is mine. And Jesus is coming back. The book of Luke chapter 17 and verse 20. And I'm going to read several verses here. 17 and 20. When he had demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo here, or Lo there, for behold, The kingdom of God is within you. He said unto the disciples, The days will come when you shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you shall not see it. They shall say to you, See here, or see there. Go not after them, nor follow them. For as the lightning that lighteneth out of the one part under heaven shineth unto the other part under heaven, so shall also the Son of Man be in his day. Hold on a minute. Verse 25. But first must he suffer many things and be rejected of this generation. And as it is. No, no, no. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. This is reference to the coming of the Son of Man. This is reference to the return of Jesus for the Bride of Christ. And the description here is is the description of a day, of a season in time, when conditions upon the earth will be mirrored to those conditions that existed in the days of Noah. Verse 27 They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came. And destroyed them all. Is there anything wrong with eating? Is there anything wrong with drinking? Well, that depends. Is there anything wrong with marrying or being given in marriage? Not unless it's the center point and the focal of your life. If Jesus is on the back burner, or if Jesus is in a non-existent place, a hearsay, I've heard of. Yeah, my my mom and dad told me. And he's not first position. He's not primary. He's not the first concern when you wait for the day. But you're thinking about what you're going to eat. What you're going to drink? Who are you going to marry? This is the description of the Lord Jesus Christ that that was their focal point. And in the day of his return, these are the things that society will be consumed with. And as the flood came and destroyed them all, there is judgment that will come upon this world in the day when the bridegroom has come and taken his bride. Now, it's a wonderful thing that we have these. Descriptives in the Word of God to help us to give us a certain amount of understanding of the times that we are in. Now, he does say, Look, no man knoweth the time of the Lord's return, but to always be ready. But he's coming. And there is a readiness of mind. There is a readiness of attitude. There is a focus of every day that we rise up from our bed. And sometimes when we go to bed at night. Now. 20, oh, verse 28. First he says. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be. And the coming of the son of man or the uh, the lord's day likewise also as it was in the days of lot you remember lot i'm going to guess and say some here are not familiar with that story or portion in scripture or time In the time clock of man and God. When because. A cry that came up to God. He brought judgment. Because of the activity of Sodom and Gomorrah. Of the focal point of the hearts and the minds of men or mankind. And what he says here is. So also, as it was in the days of Lot, so will it be at the coming of the Son of Man. Or, there, let's read the exact words. They did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded, their focus was on their life. Now, We know because we can go back and read the account of what happened when it took angels to take Lot and his family out of Sodom and Gomorrah, or out of Sodom. Now, I got to tell you, 40 years ago, when I read this scripture, I thought, how could that even be possible? The things that I'm reading about, the things that men were doing, I, I, I can't fathom the idea that it would be possible for that to happen again on the earth. And here we are. So what time is it? What time is it? He's going to return in like manner, just like you saw Him go. He's coming back. He's coming back for a bride. He's coming back for His redeemed. And we are His redeemed if we're blood-bought, if we're regenerated by the Holy Ghost. What time is it? It's time for His coming. The time clock is there. Will it get worse? Oh, likely so. In the conditions that the Word of God speaks of, likely so. You know, it was, it, to me, it's one thing from my mind to even wrap itself around the idea that men would engage the way they had engaged in the days of Lot. Well, they've surpassed it. There's a complete perversion of sexuality. There's a complete perversion of the state of mankind. He that made him in the beginning made him male and female. And then he called for a distinction to be maintained. Show yourself a woman. Show yourself a man. Be a man. Let it be obvious. Not confused, but we're living in a day of confusion, of perversion. What time is it? I'm listening for a trumpet. I'm watching for a catching away. But in the meantime, I must. Be about my Father's business. He came to seek and to save that which is lost. You know, once in a while. You know, every couple of months. Well, whenever the situation presents itself. What time is it? But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. The Lord gives us two indicators here. They parallel in that there were those that were taken out and then there were those that were destroyed. Interesting that it was natural causes. You know, and when you hear the news, it's a, you know, a phenomena. Wow, the flooding, the rain, the, it's a phenomena. And people are being washed away. And Now, it hasn't rained fire out of heaven yet. Well, it did then. So precedent is already there. Why would the scripture declare at one point that the earth is going to be burnt up with a fervent heat? It's the Bible. You know, I believe the part that talks about me repenting, getting baptized, getting the Holy Ghost. I spoke with other tongues just like in Acts chapter 2. So have you. And so we believe the Bible. We uphold the truth of the Bible. But we talk so little about the eternal damnation that a soul will go into. I've got to be about my father's business. He came to seek and to save. He's not willing that any perish. I need a life alteration. I need a paradigm shift. I need a change of mind. Verse 30, Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day. He which shall be upon the housetop and his stuff in his house, let him not come down to take it away. He that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lot's wife. She had developed such an attachment for the things of Sodom. Her house was in Sodom. The things that had Gripped her heart and become consumed in her life. She looked back in a way that caused her to be turned to a pillar of salt. Remember Lot's wife. Whosoever shall seek to save. His life shall lose it. Whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. Not my will, but thine be done. Not my way, Lord, but your way, your will. What an example in the garden. I'm suffering. This weight's so heavy. This responsibility is more than I can Bear if it's possible. Let this cup pass from me. But truth prevails. Not but not my will. He just expressed his will. If it's possible, let me not go through this. Nevertheless, not my will. Thine be done. Revelations. Futuristic book here. Revelations chapter 13. Verse 1. I stood upon the land of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns. Picture that. Upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard. His feet were as the feet of a bear. His mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of his heads, as it were, wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. They worshipped the beast, saying, Who was like unto the beast? Who was able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things of blasphemies. Power was given unto him to continue. Forty and two months. He opened his mouth in blasphemy against God. To blaspheme his name. The only name under heaven given among men. Whereby we must be saved. The name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He blasphemed his name. And his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. It was given unto him to make war with the saints. To overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. All that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. Whose names are not written in the book of life. Of the lamb slain. From the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear. Let him hear. Remember what we prayed? Let's pray it again. God give me sensitivity. Let my ears be turned to you. Let there be a sensitivity to the voice of God. As I hear the word spoken by a man. Let me hear your voice. What are you saying to me? Let me hear it. Let me walk in it. Let me receive it. Let me believe it. Verse 11. And I beheld another beast. Coming up out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb. And he spake as a dragon. And he exercised all the power of the first beast before him. And causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast. I believe these are governmental powers that are at loosed upon the earth in the days that we are living in. Governing forces and powers executing things upon people to worship the beast. Whatever the beast is, or will be presented, or is a system behind everything that we're seeing played out now. There's been some major shifts in our world. See, COVID was the first thing in my lifetime to have been a a circumstance or a force that has touched all the earth. Only thing I've ever heard about in my lifetime. To have touched the entire earth. Verse 13. And he doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. Saying to them that dwell upon the earth that they should make an image to the beast. Which had the wound by a sword and did live. I don't know where this plays into it. Somebody sent me a video clip. It was in Spanish. And it was a figure that was constructed and built in reference to the beast described in the Bible. It was in Mexico City. Then I hear that the situation with this structure that had built as an image was taken to out of Mexico City and taken to Wall Street. If I have it right, somewhere that was moved and placed somewhere else. I don't know what it all means. It's the first time i would ever seen anything like that in my life. I don't know what it suggests. I don't know if there's anything more than... What some craftsmen are doing, except for the places and seats of power where it was moved from one place to another. Search it, you'll find it. It's somewhere on YouTube, it was on a YouTube video. Which verse am I at? 14? Verse 15 he had power to give life unto the image of the beast that the image of the beast both should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed are you reading that on there I'm reading it on here are you reading that you know in Isaiah 9 6 we read a scripture that a lot of people have memorized for unto us a child is born Unto us a son is given. Go ahead. Help repeat it with me. And the government. No. His name shall be called or the government. Which one is it? Government shall be upon his shoulders. His name shall be called. Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his kingdom and government. There shall be no end. You know how long ago that was wrote as a prophecy? Well a long time before it happened and it happened again when that spirit of God that those Old Testament Jews worship stepped down off of the mercy seat robed himself in flesh and came past stepped down into the waters of baptism with John, or came past the brazen laver, went past the altar of incense, presented himself to John to be baptized to fulfill all righteousness. That happened. It played out. We have the historical record now to read it. It was then, it was also prophesied in the last days, saith God, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh, Your sons and daughters will prophesy, and young men see visions, old men dream dreams. All these things, or back, all these things have played out because now we can read them. So, these things that we're reading now, they'll play out. So, I must be about my father's business. I cannot be. As it was recorded in the days of Noah. I cannot be as it was recorded in the days of Lot. I must be about my father's business. Which is to seek and to save that which is lost. Which is to go ye therefore and preach the gospel. The death, the burial, the resurrection. Leading people in the word of God. As Philip did at Samaria. As Philip did out to the eunuch in the desert. As Peter did at Cornelius' house. So that they could become a part of the redeemed. So that they could be caught away. As the bride of Christ. I must be about my father's business. Whatever community God has given me. Sometimes we call it a job. And sometimes it takes place in other forms. Whatever the community, I don't care if it's a gang, whatever the community is that God has gave to me as a spirit filled believer, as a redeemed of the part of the body of Christ, I have a first and foremost primary responsibility. To lead others to the plan of redemption. To bring them into the redeemed. They'll hear the word. They'll receive the word. And some will obey the word. They'll obey the gospel. There's an obeying. You understand that. It's not the slipping up of the hand and say, I accept or I believe. There's an obeying of the gospel. Why would he say in Mark, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. There was an action that had to take place. You realize it was Jesus that first started talking about baptism so much. It wasn't the Pentecostals. He said it in Matthew and in Mark and in in Luke repentance and remission of sins will be preached in His name beginning at Jerusalem. So when Peter said, repent, be baptized, every one of you, for the remission of your sins, he was fulfilling what Jesus said just before He ascended, where the angels of God said, why are you staring up in heaven? He's going to return in like manner. He's coming back just the way He left. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. What time is it? It's time to be about my father's business. It's time to be about my father's business. Now. Verse 15 again. He had power to give life unto the image of the beast. The image of the beast shall both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Verse 16. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark Or the name of the beast or the number of his name. I worked at a plant down here. It was once owned by my grandfather until the Knoll Corporation bought it out. And they changed this from a dairy plant to a juice processing plant. And we were processing these little plastic bottles of apple juice, orange juice, grape juice. For the carnation company. And I remember when they put in a new machine. The new machine was to apply the UPC code on a sticker on the bottle. And it was a miserable machine. And as the plastic bottles, which were too light, (laughs) passed by the sticker machine, it would put sometimes every sticker, half on, half off, half on, half off. Therefore, we had to take boxes of those little bottles of orange juice and take the UPC sticker off and put another one on it in the proper spot. Well, there was about 15 of us working on a line and we were taking the UPC code and putting it on there and somebody asked a question. Do you think this is the mark of the beast? Wow. What an opener. And I got into several private Bible studies through that question. It didn't matter what I thought. It's the thought that was planted in their mind that raised up something from their past that they begin to wonder. Because they'd strayed from whatever teaching they had in their youth.
1: Man, that went on for a long time.
2: Every time I look at a UPC code on a product, I go back to that day standing on the juice line. (sighs) Well, now it's been around so long, it's like, uh, it's just a UPC code. That's nothing. Most people don't even know what it is. They don't know about it. It's just a part of the retail system we've become a part of, right? Okay? And I'm not saying one way or the other. It doesn't matter. What matters is a implementation of a code system was put in play around the world. You ready, Brother Timothy? My wife and I returned a couple weeks ago And we're standing in the airport baggage claim area to get our suitcases, which were late. Therefore, everybody was standing there. And we were all looking at the sign that kept flashing images at us, advertising, promotions, various things. And all at once, my wife says, did you see what that said? No. She says, it'll come back around. Wait a minute. We did. Next time I got my video camera out and videoed it. I took the video and I just clipped two slides from the video. Brother Timothy, use your palm to pay. Oh, go to the other one first. Ditch your wallet and pay with your palm. Ditch your wallet and pay with your palm. Now go to the next one. Use your palm to pay where Amazon One is available. This is another insert into a system that was told about a long time ago. Things that are coming into our future and in our present day. I would ask you, what time is it? No, it's not there. It's just ahead. It's just ahead. What time is it? It's time to be about my father's business. Jesus is coming back. Elder Flowers.
0: Hey Amen. Why don't you stand with me? I encourage you to just close your eyes, if you would, and talk to the Lord about the things that he's speaking to us about today. Lord Jesus, I want my ears to be open, God, to hear your voice. I want my ears to be open, Lord Jesus, to hear the sound of the voice of the Spirit calling to me. God, I believe that you would share wisdom with us. I believe that you would share understanding with us, Father, the things that you want us to know, the things that we need to know, the things that we must know. Jesus, it's in your word, and we've heard it today, that we must obey the gospel, that we must obey the gospel. It's not enough just to hear it, It's not enough just to repeat something, God, but we have to obey. God, I pray let that obedience work in us today. Let that obedience work in us, Father, to hear and then to obey, Lord Jesus, to follow after the calling of your Spirit. Jesus, I know right now some of these in this room, you're calling to obey the obedience of the gospel message for the first time in their life. God and others of us, you're calling to obey the call and the direction and the unction of the Holy Ghost in our lives on a daily basis, God, in a walk with you. Lord, in your name, I'm going to open this altar right now and I'm going to ask you if you would find a place to pray if you would just this altar is open if you want to come and stand or if you want to come and kneel here in the front or pray there in your seat or at your chair but i'm asking you if you would just take a moment and make this your prayer today continue to make this your prayer today god i'm listening god i'm listening to the sound of your voice i'm listening to the call of Your Spirit, Jesus. Whatever You want to speak to me, God, whatever You want to say to me, Jesus, let me hear it, God, and let me obey it. Let me be willing to walk in it, God, to follow after it. In the name of Jesus, God, I submit myself to You. I submit myself to Your will, Lord Jesus. To your word and the work that must be done Lord as we've heard we must be about the father's business God I don't want to be caught up in the cares of this life I don't want to be caught up in the daily worries and the daily issues God of this life to such a degree that I cannot hear and follow the voice of the Lord Lord, in Your name, I want Your voice to be the loudest voice speaking into my life. God, I want it to be the most clear sound that I hear. That it is Your voice, Lord Jesus. That it is Your Word, O oh God. I pray the truth right now. I pray the truth right now into our hearts, into our minds, into our spirits, Lord Jesus. You are truth, Lord, and your word is truth, Jesus. Let that truth become a part of us. God, let it be that which identifies us. To know that we are walking in truth. To know that we are obeying truth. your voice right now, if you would. Uh, I feel the presence of the Lord working in this room. Uh, I feel the spirit of the Lord wanting to work right now among his people. Jesus, work through me. Jesus, work through me, I pray. that we've received to hear and obey the Word of God I feel right now that there is a charge for us to share the Word of God to share the Word of God that looks different from one person to the next okay as many different people as there are in this room that's how many different ways and methods there are that the word of God can and should be shared. So you don't have to do it like I do it or like Bishop does it or like anybody else does it. You do it the way God charges you to do it. And I know that some of us, the idea of sharing the word of God scares us. I'm aware of that. Some of us are so afraid of the idea of talking to somebody else about something like this. Some of us have tried it before and we think it didn't work. So why would I just keep doing it if it didn't work? Hear me please. I'm speaking against that voice right now. Because what you think might work or might not work is really not the indication of whether it worked or not we know this very plainly we we sow the seed of the word of God that's the charge that I feel right now over this congregation is to do our part to sow the seed in sharing the word of God I, you've heard this statement you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink well you can sow the word of God but you can't make somebody get saved it's the same thing but what you cannot do is tell your horse, sorry, I know there's water over there somewhere, but I'm just not going to show you where it is. No. And we don't say that to others that the Lord charges us to share the word with. Well, I know there's a way to heaven. I know there's a way to get saved. I know there's truth, but uh, I'm just not going to tell you. Mm-mm. This is a charge from the Lord today for us to share the word of God with with whom and how and in the methods that the Lord would have you do it would you close your eyes with me and pray Lord Jesus God I want to be about your business I want to be about the work of your kingdom Lord God to be sharing the truth of your word to be sharing the light God into the darkness allowing you to shine through us father allowing the truth and the light of truth to shine through us god i pray give us the direction give us the wisdom give us the boldness god give us all that it takes father whatever it is in every situation to be instant in that season god to share the word as you would call us to do as You would call us to do, God. I want to be at work in Your kingdom. I want to be sowing the seed of Your Word, God. I trust in the power of Your Word. Lord, I trust in the power that You have, not in my own ability, God, but in the work and the power of You working through us. In the name of Jesus, some of you, I... Some of you, you just need to start right now thinking and maybe even making a list of people I'm going to share the word with. Amen? Amen? Who am I going to share the word with? I'll give you a good little in way. Do what Bishop said today. What time is it? And when they go to look at their watch, no, I'm not talking about that time you know what time it is in the world and in the kingdom amen amen god bless you thank you bishop for ministering to us greet one another you're dismissed in jesus name thank you again to our visitors that are here god bless you amen